Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Brittany. And this is For Colored Nerds. The weekly show where we peel back the layers of Black culture we rarely discuss in mixed company. Sometimes the music performed in TV and film is frankly better than what you can find on your favorite streaming app. From Dreamgirls to CB4 to Queens, you know, it's time to celebrate those acts who never got their shot at real-life hits. That's right. This week, we're taking a look back at the best musical acts that never were to get the definitive ranking of the best fictional Black TV movie acts. We're bringing back Ranked, right after this break. Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Or your grandma here with us, making carne asada. She does love a cold Corona. Throw in some dancing. Oh, we can watch the game. I'll drink to that. So a backyard concert with football, food, dancing, and Corona? And your grandma. Or we could keep it simple. Simple is good. Want a Corona? Thanks. Salud to the perfect day. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This month, you know, it marks a mm-hmm. holy time in our calendar. St. Patrick's Day. It's not St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> you know, my favorite holiday. Uh, no, 31 years ago, this month, we were blessed with the one and only classic film, Robert Townsend's second opus, The Five Heartbeats. Mm, the Five Heartbeats. I can't believe it was that long ago. 31 years. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that film is the favorite movie of Black Boomer Dads everywhere. I actually think for a time we watched it so much in my house that I actually thought The Five Heartbeats was like a true story about my dad's life. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I cannot believe. I can't believe it's been over 30 years since that movie came out. It always came on paired with, like, the Temptations miniseries and, like, the Ooh. Jacksons, the American Dream. So I also, like, had a small time where I was like, are, are they real? This is just, am I learning the <laughs> legacy of, my, of the greats? You know? I mean, the thing is, though, is that they really could have been. And honestly, maybe they should have been. Like, I yeah. mean, th- there's a long list, if you really think about it. There's a long list of other Black fictional music acts that are amazing and should have been real. I mean, like, Dina Jones and the Dreams. And yes, Facts. the Cheetah Girls, I know Cheetah Girls had some hits, but I'm talking like a true Hannah Montana, Raven Simone, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Really being her alter ego. You know what I mean? I mean, but we could go on and on and on. So much good Yes. So, so much. Uh, and today we're going to honor that music. We're going to honor those creators. It's time to play a little game that we like to call Ranked, the Faking the Funk Edition. So for those of you who aren't familiar, here's how the game Ranked works. Our producer, Alexis, will reveal five of the biggest and best fictional music acts of all time. And Eric and I will take turns deciding where each act falls in a ranking from one to five. We're ranking them on a scale of one being 
deserves stands with the power of the beehive. It's a lot of power. Mm. And five, well, they're no Ashanti. And to keep things interesting, there are a few trick cards, you know, that are in the mix that could change the course of the game. Now, look, Eric and I don't know what we're going to be given. And there will undoubtedly be things that you're angry with us about for leaving out. So I'm just saying now, this is this is your warning. Do not at me. I don't make the rules. I just roll with the ranked. That's all I can do. We are responding. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, okay, so we flipped a coin before this, uh, before we started recording. And mm-hmm. Brittany, you came up first. All right, so Alexis, it's time for us to see who our first act is. Power line, as played by Tevin Campbell, from the classic black film, A Goofy Movie. So Goofy Movie was a 1995 film that follows the beloved Disney character Goofy and his son Max and the cross-country road trip that they take one summer. Also playing a major role in this story is a character named Powerline, who we just heard sing a little song called Eye to Eye. Powerline, the young pop star based off of Prince. And I think Bobby Brown, I was getting, I was getting yeah, notes of Bobby right. Brown in there. He was giving young Bobby, young Tevin. Like a pre-Usher. Justin Bieber vibes. Yeah, pre-Usher. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would say maybe even a little Usher. But part of me is also like, Usher was like a little more smooth with it. Whereas I feel like Powerline was smooth. Yeah. But Powerline was giving late 80s, early 90s to me. To me. Yeah, he's peak, peak, of, peak of that form. This is hard. The, yeah, I, I don't envy you, uh, especially because there's nothing else on the board uh, to, like, put it up against. Well, one, let's just say the movie wouldn't exist without Powerline. Let's be straight up about the that. The movie would not so, exist you know, without Powerline. It can't. So, like, in the film, Max uh, is supposed to be going on this, like, long-term camping trip with his father, uh, Goofy. They have a tough relationship. It's complicated. <laughs> and he is trying to go to this concert, this Powerline concert, to, like, try to impress this girl, Roxanne. And Max decides to change their whole itinerary, basically the equivalent of changing the address and the GPS. Uh, and they end up going on this cross-country <laughs> adventure, landing at the Powerline concert. He wants to go to the Powerline concert and, like, tell Roxanne that he has, like, a crush on her. Was that the plan? He was going to tell her that he liked her at the Powerline concert or something like that. And he doesn't well, end up doing He lied. It. He told her he was going to dance with him. Max, that's a terrible lie. Come on, fam. You, I will believe a lot of different things. I would never believe that you're about to be on stage with Powerline. I, I was going to say, gonna, you, just, know you know what? If Roxanne really thought that Max looked goofy ass. Actually, if Max was a little goofy because Goofy was his father, if she really thought that Max little goofy ass was going to dance on stage with Powerline, literally, basically Prince, Janet Jackson, like at that level, if that was what she thought was going to happen, then she and Max deserve each other because that's a terrible lie. And believing it, you have to be almost just as goofy, basically. Yes, I see what you did there. So eventually they make it to the concert and somehow Max and Goofy end up dancing with Powerline. And we get this song, Eye to Eye, which honestly, I still listen to, like, 
fairly regularly because, you know, we do a lot of Disney um, playlists in just mm-hmm. in my household. And every time it comes on, it is a bop. Like Eve knows to kind of roll her eyes. She's like, oh, this is your jam, daddy. This is like, this is your jam. It's time. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes, it is. So I'm curious, where are you going to put Eye to Eye, the song, you know, that, that like, I don't know, I don't know there's a person who is our age that it hasn't, hasn't touched their heart. It's tough. Eye to Eye is actually not my favorite Powerline song. My favorite Powerline song mm. is Stand Out. Okay, plot twist. And also, there's one point where he's like, stand out. And he stops singing and he says, <laughs> So you notice me. Now, I had a crush on Tevin Campbell. I was a big Tevin listener. That being said, this is the first artist that we get to put on the board. Tevin Campbell, mid-90s. I'm going to have to put him at number Be three. Be careful. I'm going to put Powerline at number three. Number three. I don't know who else is on the board. I don't know who. I don't know what else is going to come up. I don't know how things are going to go, but I know that the singing that Tevin Campbell did as Powerline still stands up today. Actually, it still stands out. So I'm going to go for number three. I doubt that there's going to be too many acts that are better than that, truthfully. Mm-hmm. And I also know that he's he doesn't deserve to be number four or number five. But I want to leave room to see how things develop. So I'm putting Powerline at number three, and I feel no regrets. I support Powerline at number three. And right now, it's the only thing on our scale of one to five of the best Black fictional acts. So I think we got to see what uh, what's coming up next. All right. So we are now on to the next round. Eric, it is your turn to choose. Alexis, please show us our next act. Hey. Hey. Let's get it going. Yo, yo, yo. Drop that beat. I love that we got some, some hip hop on the board. Bars. All right, so we are listening to a clip of the one and only, he doesn't even have a rapper name yet, Tariq from Abbott Elementary. Tariq is played by Zach Fox, who many of you may know from just the internet over the past like 10 or 15 years, but he's also like hosted it and and acted in other stuff. But he is like almost unrecognizable as the main character, Janine, played by Quinta Brunson, who's amazing. Um, the main character, Janine's just like no good. I don't want to say no talent, but no count boyfriend. I'll be home kind of late tonight because I got a show. I sold out the King's Lounge. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm yeah. so proud of you. Thank you. Maybe I could come. Oh, no, no, no. You can't come because they got a strict capacity thing. Oh. And it's 15 people. So if you come, then it's 16. And then it's a fire hazard. And then... They shut it down, but look, you want to do dinner tonight? I'll be home around 10. I'll bring you Bahama Breeze. That is my favorite. I know, That's I know. my favorite. Okay. Tariq does not pay bills. Tariq does not have his own car. Tariq doesn't seem to have his own job. And seeing how the music is going, I don't see the music becoming his source of income anytime soon. But Janine was nice enough to, to let Tariq uh, perform a song about not doing drugs at a school assembly. 
if somebody tried to give you drugs, punch them in the face. I don't understand. I think we're watching a different show. You said, like, you mentioned, like, limited talent. You said, like, you were just, like, with the way things are going. Like, all those things <laughs> feel, just, I feel like they're coded <laughs> negatively. Here's the thing. I, you know, I am all in support of a fair and equitable partnership. I think it is a, is a foundation of a great relationship. But I do think it is clear that Tariq in his and Janine's relationship needs all the energy and focus that he has to apply to his music because look at what okay. we are being given. We saw in Abbott Elementary. So take, you know, the character of Gregory, you know, uh, a known uptight teacher, doesn't have a lot of mm. rhythm, doesn't have a lot of moves, you know, just in general, struggles to kind of let go. But he's like good in like every other area of life. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't I didn't necessarily say he wasn't. I'm talking about this area. I'm talking about the soul. Okay. Soul work. Okay. And okay. at that school assembly that was focused around getting kids not to take drugs, he was so moved by Tariq's bars, by his verses, by his passion, <laughs> that he broke out into dance along with all of the other students there. I think what we were witnessing was the birth of a legend. I see a bright future for Tariq. Is, does that, if, if Tariq has a bright future, will Janine? I don't necessarily think so, unless they break up. But regardless, I think the music that will come out of that, if we get things on par with, if someone tries to give you drugs, punch them in the face, I just feel like we're headed in a, in a great direction. Okay, where do we put them? I might have gone with number three, if I'm being honest. Uh, oh, no. Powerline no, currently occupies, occupies that position. Oh, Eric. I'm going to shake the table a little bit. I'm going to shake the table a little bit, Brittany. I, I have to put Tariq at four. He is not, to me, the person bring in the rear. <sighs> I was worried you were going to say <laughs> number two. <laughs> no, Tariq is, Tariq is a strong, he's a four with a bullet. And I just, I, I can't wait for the mixtape. I, if I have to drive to Philly to like purchase it from Janine's trunk, I'll do such things. I can't wait. It's a bop. I haven't heard it. It's a bop. Okay. That is my um, that is your TED Talk. <laughs> I would have, I'm not gonna lie, I would have put Tariq at number five. That's just me. That's just me. I feel slight discomfort at the fact that we probably will have to put any act, literally any other act, <laughs> um, below Tariq. But you know what? It's still early. We have yet to get any trick cards. We will see what happens. Um, but for now, okay. we have Powerline from a goofy movie at number three, and we have Tariq from Abbott Elementary at number four. All right. Okay. Sure. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So it is your turn once again. Let's get to our next act. I could watch this whole, this whole damn scene. Stand up. Stand up. All right. Okay. Wow. 
the five heartbeats. I mean, singing The Heart is a House for Love from mm-hmm. the film we were talking about earlier, 1991's. Yes. Robert Townsend classic, The Five Heartbeats. Now, one hand, I may not ever be able to go back to my parents' home if I don't put them at number one. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm like, it's hard to commit to number one. I mean, the thing is, okay, The Five Heartbeats is a classic film. I mean, it tells the story of a group, a fictional, a fictional music group that sure. is modeled after like, exactly. <laughs> You're like winking. Like, sure. Right. Allegedly. But a fictional group model allegedly, allegedly fictional group modeled after The Temptations and um, and like The Four Tops. Even if you are not familiar with the actual story of The Temptations, well, I'll say the actual story as told to us by Otis, who's the only surviving original mm-hmm. member. But if you want to know what happened with the Temptations in real life, it's honestly so shockingly close to the five heartbeats. It's like, you know, you can mm-hmm. get a lot of the high notes and, you know, and figure out what's going on. Um, but, I mean, it's, that's, it's such a beautiful movie. Like, the five heartbeats has drama, glamour, um, mm-hmm. family relationships, broken friendships, mm-hmm. betrayal, addiction. Mm-hmm. There are real, serious, weighty topics. You see people really going through some stuff. You some money, right? To give you some. Why y'all want to insult me? I come here for your money. Or you fucking pity. I still got the pipes. Can't nobody sing like Eddie Kang Jr. You see loved ones break apart and come back together to repair. It's so, 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 so good. It's a re, but also it's an original idea. And I really miss the days where we had like movies that were about original ideas. I mean, not only was this was like an original idea, I think it was like Keenan Ivory Wayans and and Robert Townsend actually came up with the story and wrote the film together. Robert Townsend directed it. Like, I don't know, I miss a time in Hollywood when it would be possible for us to get like a mid-budget film that had this level of quality and also mm. this level of like drama and attention to detail. It almost makes me cry thinking about the fact that The Five Heartbeats as a film probably would not be made today. And if it did, if it was made, it probably yeah. put on something like Amazon Prime and kind of hidden in the search, <laughs> you know? That being said, the music of this film is undeniable. Like, The Heart is a House for Love was like a real song by the Dells that like is probably the main reason why so many of us thought that The Five Heartbeats was real because this song played on the radio. It played on yeah. the radio. When I found out this song was not real, that the movie was not real, <laughs> my mind was blown because I'm like, well, how their music get on the radio? Explain me that. Explain me that. The power of the music itself is on display in a way that like, I think taught me how people can respond to music. In in that initial scene where they sing like a wave of people reacting and move to emotion. You see the, you see the the woman in the pre pants like squirm in her seat like cuz she you know feeling mm-hmm. a little tingle. You see a, you see an older black woman just kind of stand and like throw her hands in the air. Stand up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it was just like the passion. Usually, you know, usually I was used to experiencing that in church but like this also showcases Mm. just how much like what the right note can do to you 
And the five heartbeats taught me that. I can't, I can't overestimate the effect that that's had on the culture. So, mm, I don't know. It's like Robert Townsend, Keen Ivory Wayans. What are you going to uh, do? Where are you going to put them? I think I'm going to have to put five heartbeats at number one. I mean, of the groups that we're, we've looked at so far, I will say the five heartbeats is the only fictional group to have a real charting hit. So I'm going to have to go and put the five heartbeats at number one. I'd say aside from the Cheetah Girls, <laughs> yeah, I can't think. I mean, I'm serious. Aside from the Cheetah Girls, I can't think of a fictional group that's really been able to accomplish that. Um, I feel good putting the five heartbeats at number one. The heart is a house for love. Oh, my God. So on our scale of the best, you know, black fictional music acts of all time, five heartbeats at number one. I actually agree with that. Good choice. Powerline at number three. Tariq from Abbott Elementary at number four, sadly. And five and two. I don't know. We got to see what it's going to be, what's going to happen. I do not know. You do not either. So you must stay tuned after the break to find out what we rank next. Finding the music you love shouldn't be hard. That's why Pandora makes it easy to explore all your favorites and discover new artists and genres you'll love. Enjoy a personalized listening experience simply by selecting any song or album, and we'll make a station crafted just for you. Best of all, you can listen for free. Download Pandora on the Apple App Store or Google Play and start hearing the soundtrack to your life. Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Throw in some music. We can watch the game. Or we could keep it simple. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. All right, y'all, welcome back to Ranked, the Thinking the Funk edition. Still for color nerds, don't go nowhere. All right, so if you don't remember the current board, I got you, I got your back. The Five Heartbeats are at number one. Powerline from a Goofy movie is at number three. Tariq from Abbott Elementary is at number four. And now it's my turn to rank one of our best fictional acts. Alexis, bring it on. Let's see what's, what, what you got. They say to love somebody else, you've got to learn to love yourself. And so I proudly show this face like it's an Oscar on the shelf To hell with all false modesty Jennifer Lewis is going to remind you that she can sing. That she can sing. Yes. She yes. is going to take that opportunity. I only say it's only to you That I adore my love for you 
She's surrounded by mirrors that she can look into. <laughs> what a beautiful love song. Look at me. Mm. Love that. You would. So do, you know, do you know what that's from? Do you know what that's from? That is Jennifer Lewis. Uh, and it's yes. from, I think it's Jack. I haven't seen this film, but I, I think it's like Jackie something. Jackie's back. Jackie's back. Jackie's back is a good movie. Also, another Robert Townsend movie. Mm. It is a Lifetime movie also. So maybe we relate to the blackening of Lifetime. <laughs> maybe we relate to the trend <laughs> in covering it in 2021. Clearly. Because Jackie's back is honestly a bastion of, of black excellence. It's a movie that came out in 1999. It was directed by Robert Townsend. Again, a genius, the GOAT. Um, and it stars, like, literally everyone. Like, everyone from, like, Loretta Devine to Whoopi Goldberg to Tom Arnold? <laughs> like, Mary Wilson from The no. Supremes? And it's a mockumentary about the comeback or, like, the, the proposed comeback of this, like, famous soul R&B pop diva named Jackie Washington. By 1972... Little Jackie Washington was a thing of the past. I'd become a woman then. I think Look At Me proved that. You know, it was a very deep song about Mm self-esteem. All that psychological bullshit. Oh, damn, I got a taco juice all over my robe. I'm trying to... And they're basically trying to have this whole Jackie Washington Day thing that's going to, like, relaunch her, reintroduce her to the public. Um, and, like, bring her back into conversation. And so the mockumentary style works as a series of, like, direct-to-camera interviews with, like, every celebrity. Like, Dolly Parton is in this movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, Dolly Parton is mm-hmm. in this movie. Why is Dolly Parton in this, like, random, like, <laughs> Lifetime movie from 1999? But, yeah, everybody's basically, like, talking about, like, the legacy, the craft, the attitude in positive and negative ways of this character of Jackie Washington, who's played so beautifully by Jennifer Lewis, um, who is a real true performer in the fullest sense. She is singing in this film. Singing. So, like, my knowledge of this movie is actually, like, fairly limited. Like, it's one of those things, like, I I think I remember learning a bit about it, maybe, and, like, watching the trailer and some clips, like, when we just, you know, we go down, like, a Robert Town, trying to figure out a Robert Townsend angle every... Mm-hmm. I don't know what every like four months, but <laughs> and so just kind of researching it from there. And the thing I will say about, um, I honestly feel a bit robbed, not like that they haven't been re airing this, uh, because the clips are so like fun so and like, oh my god. And to your point, like, I think I saw in one like Richard Lawson, uh, like yes. Mr. Yes. Tina Knowles, uh, yes. or Tina, Tina, Mr. Tina Lawson, rather, uh, and also. Dolomite is in the movie. Random as yes, Dolomite? Dolomite is in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So like, just yes. all those things felt like amazing. And honestly, the thing it kind of reminded me of was just honestly the legacy that we also have with like mockumentary. But like, I think about like CB4, and I think about how that genre has kind of come back. You know, kind of now we see like uh, you remember that, that uh, pop star never stopped. Never stop stopping. Never stop stopping. The, uh, yeah, lonely, yeah, yeah. yeah, the Lonely Island movie, and it's just yeah. it's interesting to. See, I, I thought that was done really well, and watching the clips of Jackie's back, I was like, oh wait, but this is feels just as good. Like in terms of star power, plus yes. the music, plus the comedy, 
the shit works. I need to be able to see this like in a different way than six YouTube videos strung together. So Lifetime, what can we do? What can we do? I 100% agree. I mean, Jackie's back. I mean, it's a perfect movie from beginning to end. So where should Jackie's back be on the board? So we've got the second slot open and five. This is hard because actually this is where I might be mad at myself uh, because I put oh, Tariq at number four. I haven't seen Jackie's back. I know the music. I know she is. I know she is. Jennifer Lewis is always deserving. You just heard her sing. You didn't think that was better than Tariq? I did. It was good. Yeah. Hmm. You know, Jackie did mm. have, a, have a run at stardom before. And she had to come back. I'm just saying Tariq is on his way. Maybe, uh, oh you know, <laughs> I am going to put, I think I have to put Jackie's back. I'll put Jackie's back at number two. You got to respect your elders. At number two, are you sure? I am sure. Okay. We, I don't want Jennifer Lewis ever to come back to me. I was she would call me say. out too. Let's lock that in. This is job we're security. We're locking in <laughs> job security. Good thinking. That leaves us with the five heartbeats in number one. Yes. We're locking in Jackie Washington from the classic film Jackie's Back at number two. Yes. We are locking in Powerline at number three. And we are locking in Tariq from Abbott Elementary at number four. Dang. I'm like, who's number five? Because, like, that's going to put us, we could be in a bad position. <laughs> I, yeah, this is, it's getting real. I'm not sure. All right. So it's time to see what is coming up next. Brittany, I think it's your turn to rank. So let's see what we got. Ooh, oh, okay. man. <laughs> it's a trick card. It's a trick card yes. that's working in my favor. Okay. <laughs> this is the overruled trick card. And this is basically how it works. I can use this to move one act to rearrange the ranking order. I also have the choice of using it now or keeping it in my pocket for later, but... There's not that much more later in this game, so I'm gonna use it now. You can move. You can move Tariq to number one. That's a that's a power you have. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? I'm not moving Tariq to number one. I'm not listening. I'm not <laughs> out. Um. Mm. I feel like I feel like I personally feel I, like I, don't know, oh, I feel actually, good no, about like, the order okay. that we have now. Well, no, 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 no. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm moving Tariq to number five. I'm moving Tariq to that's number rude. five. No, it's not rude. I guarantee whoever it is next is going to be better than Tariq. I'm going to I'm going to overrule actually your your decision to put Tariq at number 4 and I'm putting Tariq at number 5. So, I'm locking so now we have five heartbeats at number 1, Jackie Washington at mm -hmm. number 2, Powerline at number 3. Number 4 is wide open. And lastly, in last place, we have Tariq from Abbott Elementary at number 5, and I feel comfortable with that. So now, Eric, it's your turn. I would say I'm disappointed that you're on the wrong side of history, but I, you Stop. know, my my hope is that where we land, it'll still feel right. But we'll see. We'll see. All right, okay. it's my turn to bring us home. It's your turn. Let's see what we got. It's Queens. Queens is pretty good. Queens is good, man. Queens is good. Let's talk about it. 
So, okay, if you don't know, Queens uh, premiered, like, late last year. Uh, and it's really all about the cast. You got, you know, Eve, Brandy, Naturi Naughton, Nadine Velasquez. And, like, they play this kind of, que- this, like, TLC-style act who had, like, this really, like, epic kind of flame out. And then, kind of flash forward to right now, there's another rapper who is also having a bit of her own flame out. And she decides to basically, like, <laughs> partner up with them, and they're having kind of their last shot at stardom. And the show is just amazing. There are so many things I w- did not necessarily think would be a part of this show that are. There's, like, a, a really big, like, church revolt plotline. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there, there's a murder at some point. It goes places. It's wild. But the music, the music is so, it's just, like, good. so fun. It's such a good recreation of that time. Like, of just, like, what it means, what, like, early aughts, hip-hop, and R&B, it is so perfect. And then, like, you have all these, like, fun cameos. Like, they're, like, literally, second episode, Cameron walks out in full pink, in his full pink <laughs> superhero costume. You know what I'm saying? Like, rapping. And again, the song is good. The other thing I would say that I love about Queens is there is the subtext of watching people who have had music mess in their own life in a show about music mess. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. Brandy and Naturi, you know, they have lived some journeys in, in, in you know, in R&B. You know, <laughs> Brandy, her and Monica have been going at it for like 20-something years Decades now a little bit. This point? Cold yeah. War. You know, Naturi, sadly, as you know, as she describes, often has some chicken thrown at her by her bandmates, epically, like, eventually, like, leaving 3LW. The shit was yeah. wild. It also definitely made me realize that I was like, oh, like, this is like the, this is like the kitschy throwback. Like, I'm, I've reached the age where yeah. I'm like, in, the, <laughs> I'm like the ideal market for, like, the kitschy throwback show about, like, what things used to be, like, 20 years ago. But I'm comfortable with that. It's so much fun to see. Oh, here we go. Valeria needs to apologize. What, a fistful of weave wasn't enough? Look, you're the reason we broke up. You used us, and you rolled my talent to everything you have now. You want me to apologize? You want me to kiss the ring? Bow down to your effortless brilliance? This is start. You are a stubborn egomaniac. You hate that I have the fame that your thirsty ass is still chasing. I came here because sometimes... So many of these women who, like, are really known in that arena... Like, really, like, they, they add so much authenticity to the show, seeing Brandy and Eve and Naturi together. It's so, so, so much fun to see them perform as the Nasty Bitches, <laughs> which is the name of their group, the Nasty Bitches. It's amazing to see them, like, I don't know, kind of come together, almost like the Super Friends. Like, I admired them so much when I was growing up. To see each of them having fun with their former image and kind of, like, skewing it on the show. To see their chemistry together. And, um, I, I mean, how I put this, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know anything about it. But I, it really feels like, to me, viewing that, like, there's a real mutual respect. And it must be the most fun show to work on ever. Like, they must have the time of their lives. I think Queens, just say, I just think Queens deserves maybe, like, a 2-3. Uh, but we... Sadly, are limited by our choices. And Queens, I am ranking at the only open spot, number four. All right. Are you cool with that? Yeah, I have no choice. I have no <laughs> options to change the shit. So I'm going to be pretty fine with it. I would, I would uh, say, I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily do this to Eve or Brandy, right? Like, not in thank real you. life. Exactly. But, you know? 
you know, them being a fictional group, they're still new <laughs> to me. They have time to come up in the rankings. And so I, I, I'm cool with this as well. So wait, so that leaves us with mm-hmm. Tariq from Abbott Elementary at number five. The Queens from Queens at number four. At number three, we have Powerline from A Goofy Movie. Number two, we have Jackie Washington from Jackie's Back. And at number one, with a bullet, we yes. have The Five Heartbeats. You know, I, I would say I feel pretty good about this ranking. I, you know, Tariq aside, he's early. <laughs> he's got time, you know. And it, I also just got to say, it feels good to kind of leave this conversation talking about, like, Queens a bit. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like what makes me excited about that show, there's not a ton of shows exploring hip-hop in this fictional sense. Like, mm. you have, like, Dave. You have uh, Atlanta. But it's, it's nice to see kind of, like, more hip-hop kind of coming into the fictional act territory. Yeah, I feel like it's, like, rising. It's, it's now is the time. We can kind of go back. I want, like, a new CB4. Maybe there's a, a CB4 <laughs> Jackie's Back mix there that could be really fun. Yeah. Uh, but how do you feel about the ranking, Brittany? I feel good about the ranking. I feel like we did a great job of sort of like paying respects to show business veterans, which I always think is a positive mm-hmm. thing. But I, I also really am glad that like we were able to include Jackie Washington and the ladies from Queens. Um, I have recently, I guess in my older age, <laughs> become really into behind the scenes music stuff. I think probably like, you mm-hmm. know, like music documentaries or, yeah. you know, fi- tell-alls, unsung. I've always loved those things. I grew up watching behind, behind the music and eat true Hollywood mm-hmm. stories, honestly. But I think that after like what feels like maybe 10 or 15 years of not as much of that programming really being around. I almost feel like a renewed interest in some of those topics. Like we've seen some really major artists release documentaries recently, um, like Janet Jackson, Tina Turner. And I'm really into the idea of continuing to explore stories around Black women in music. I feel like there's so much we don't know you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? That, That went down behind the scenes. Or in the case of Queens, which is fictionalized, like is likely to have gone down behind the scenes. And that's you the mean stuff murder? I want to know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I mean, possible. It's possible. We don't know where the body's at. We don't for, know where the body's know. at. But yeah, no, I, I really, really, really have been loving that stuff. So I'm like, more fictionalized, true, mockumentary, documentary. I, I need more. That's just my personal opinion. But you know, I mean, it was nice to go down this uh, this little walk down memory lane. And we got to know, audience, like, what do what do y'all think of our ranking? Did yes. we get this right is it a travesty that we have left your fave off the list? Let us know. You can find us at For Color Nerds on Twitter and Instagram. I would say everywhere else, but that's, that's actually, those are the places. So, yeah, <laughs> come talk to us. For Colored Nerds was created by me, Brittany Luce, and Eric Eddings. It's supported by our production team at Stitcher, including producer Alexis Williams and social producer Elise Ellis. Marcus Hom is our engineer, and Peter Clowney is head of content. Our theme music is by Willie Green. And look, y'all, we love hearing from our listeners. We love you all so much. So please connect with us and tell us what you thought of this episode. You could reach us on Twitter and Instagram at For Colored Nerds. And never miss an episode by following us on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen. Hey, everybody, it's Rob Lowe here. If you haven't heard, I have a podcast that's called Literally with Rob Lowe. And basically, it's conversations I've had that really make you feel like you're pulling up a chair at an intimate dinner between myself and 
people that I admire, like Aaron Sorkin or Tiffany Haddish, Demi Moore, Chris Pratt, Michael J. Fox. There are new episodes out every Thursday. So subscribe, please, and listen wherever you get your podcasts.